praise the Lord. The song says, because God is the greatest power, we can never be defeated. Or we could also say, we shall never be defeated because God is the greatest power. We can never, ever be defeated. The people who know their God can never be defeated. Those who abide in his word will never be defeated. Those who continue to pray will never be defeated. Don't let this message miss you this morning. You can't be defeated. You cannot be defeated. And I always go back to these two words or two expressions. Development and growth. And development is in stages. And you have to use the physical eyes to see what is happening. And think about a foundation that is laid and a building that is going up. You see the foundation laid and you see when the beams are going up and you see when the sides are placed in and you see when the roof, you can see it. We don't always see growth. We can't see it with the naked eyes. But the more that we read the word of God and perhaps we are facing a situation, but the more we begin to read the word of God and trust God, your focus is shifted and sometimes we don't even know until time has passed and, and the Holy Spirit comes back and just brings to our remembrance. So, oh my. Then at that appointed time, we truly remember that that which was above us has long gone without us realizing it. That's what it does to us when we begin to settle, reside in the Word of God. And therefore, we can sing the song with some assurance because God is the greatest power, the greatest power that resides in us because we read the word of God and we know what it says and we can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I want to bring your attention to a passage of scripture that, that is in St. John's chapter 5, just a small portion and the subtitle, A Man Healed at the Pool of Bethesda. And I'll begin reading. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrews Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity, thirty eight years almost his entire life right because by the time you reach 40 they say that you have you, you've read half of your your lifetime right life begins somewhere at um 40 oh glory be to god somewhere at 40 and this man was approaching 40 years 
but I'm so grateful for the turnaround that is coming. That for the first 38 years of our lives, or it may not be the chronological 38 years, but sometimes the things that we face understand that whatever number have been assigned, whatever time period you have been facing in those conditions, understand that there comes a time when there is an end to it. Joseph was in the pit until he was discovered. Jonah was in the whale of the fish three nights and three days. Jesus himself was in the tomb for three nights and three days. Joseph again was placed in the dungeon for two years. So today, I don't know what time is assigned to your condition or what time span you have been experiencing the situation for so long. But I want to continue reading so you can hear what is to come. So I'm going to read the part again. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew, I want you to take note of that word, and knew that he had, had already been there in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made whole? Another translation might say, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, because he did not yet know who Jesus was, I have no man to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me. He never knew the name of Jesus. Remember, he has been there for very long in that condition, hanging around the pool. And um, he addressed Jesus as sir. But the point that I want to bring to your attention, which really blessed me, was a part that says, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew, and knew, did you hear that? And knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. Glory be to God. Isn't that comforting, people of God? Jesus knew. Didn't say his angels. It did not say his disciples. Jesus knew. Oh God, I can't move on. Jesus knew that he had been in that condition for 38 years. So there comes a, a point in time in our life when we think that nothing is happening that the Holy One, God Almighty, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, will make a holy visitation unto us. Because this reassures all of us this morning, or whatever time of the day you get it, whether in the evening, it's still applicable, or the night, it's still applicable. Jesus knew so this is reassuring us that he knows all of us. He knows the situation, 
that we are experiencing. And uh, he's always desirous of bringing us out of the condition. And perhaps one of my favorite book or, or circumstances in the Bible is when the children of Israel were down into Egypt. And after 400 years, God said, I have heard the cry of my people. And not only did he say, I have heard, he said, I have seen their affliction and I am come down to deliver them. Glory be to God. Every time I read that in the book of Genesis, I, not the angels, not anybody, I have heard and I am going to do something about it. And so Jesus knew that this man had been in this condition and he decided that that day, that day, that day, that man was going to be delivered. I had the opportunity to go to Israel in 2017, February. And therefore, I saw the pool, the porches. I saw it. And I'm just trying to drag my memory because I went to over 30 different places. But uh, from what my memory is, is bringing back, the, the pools look like they look like graves. Um, maybe a little wider, but that kind of visualize her grave look, that's just the kind of way it was set up. Very, very deep. Because even 2017, when I got there, archaeologists, was they were still discovering bones to prove the authenticity of the story that I'm sharing. So let's get back to it that Wherever we are, I want you to know that Jesus knows, okay? He knows where you are. So I want to strengthen your heart this morning. I want to strengthen your spirit, man, this morning. I want to strengthen your faith. As you read this passage again from St. John chapter 5, verse 1 through to verse 6 or verse 7. You can continue to read because it has a dialogue of how the Pharisees and they were trying to interrupt by asking this man who told you to take your bed on the Sabbath. But I'm not going to get into that. That's not the essence of where I want to be this morning. It's just for you to realize that Jesus is still working on our behalf. And this morning, the title that I want to leave with you is Help is on the Way. Help is on the way. The way. Help is on the way. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you this morning for your word. I want to thank you for the ability to be able to share Father, I pray as your people listen to this podcast, give them the opportunity to go back and read the word so that it can digest in their spirit and it can come alive. 
thank you, mighty God, for the voice of prayer, the medium through which I had the opportunity to share. And while you did not, mighty God, give me this podcast as a, as a series, or many series to come, Lord, it is spontaneous. It's as, as you lead and whatever you place in my spirit, that is why it's called the voice of prayer. Always praying out that which you have placed in my spirit at the appointed time. So I thank you for everyone who have been diligent in listening. God, I ask you that you just bless them. Thank you for the positive feedbacks they give and for the reassurance of those who continue to even to share with others. I thank you for this podcast is now across seven different countries. And I want to thank you for the expansion of this great ministry. Father, let the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, may this peace rest, may this peace remain, and may this peace abide with your people. In Jesus' name, amen.